Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. We live in an age of an empathy deficit. That's the claim originally made by the US President Barack Obama, and it's behind an ambitious project aimed at turning back the tide to bring back empathy. When Mr Obama first raised this, he was warning about only ever thinking that our principal goal in life is to be rich, thin, young, famous, safe and entertained. And now science is confirming that empathy is in short supply in our society. So now a project called Stand In My Shoes is mobilising a range of what it calls social revolutionaries to expose this deficit and do something about it. It's a 90-minute international crowd fueled feature film project and one of its creators and executive producer, Aussie Vivian Summers, joins us now on Open House to talk about it. Vivian, welcome. Oh, hi. Sounds great. Thank you so much. And Thank very, very much, much needed. Yes. What first fired your involvement in this, Vivian? Uh, well, I'll probably give you a per personal story as to what set us as a group of filmmakers on this quest. About a year ago, uh, we were working on another project, a science project over in the United States. And on a sort of busy Monday afternoon, uh, we were driving down Hollywood Boulevard and a bike rider in front of us was actually um, hit by a car th- uh, beside him and um, was badly injured. So uh, myself, Anna Reeves, and fellow filmmaker Elizabeth Nakano got out of our car and went to aid this young man who was very badly injured on the road. Um, In the course of the next probably hour, we experienced probably one of the severest lack of empathy examples I've ever seen in the shape of people who were um, unsupportive, Um, the young boy, the first thing that he looked up and said to us was, please don't call the ambulance. I don't have insurance. And second to that, somebody yelled out for us to drag him off the road. He didn't look that badly injured. And so that we could free up the, uh, the laneway. Uh, basically what we did is we stayed with this young man for the next hour and a half until we could personally get him to the hospital. And during that course of time, the girl that actually hit him ran away from the scene of the accident. She, uh, she just left her car. Um, people were abusing us for holding up a lane because we were told by the policeman who was on his way to the scene of the accident not to move him in case he had any internal injuries. And, um, we just sat down after that experience and we found that, uh, something probably was getting to a critical mass as far as this one subject of empathy was concerning us all, I suppose, in society today, and we decided that we were going to make a film about it. And it was first fired, as I said, by Barack Obama. What do you think he was saying about our society and how we're managing in that society? Well, he stated that rather than suffering an economic deficit, we're really what's really going on at the core basis of society at the moment is that we're experiencing an empathy deficit. And he uh, dedicated a speech in 2006 to a university at San Diego about this. And he has a theme running through uh, with all of his with all of his speeches uh, that is supported by, and she also supported us, a lady by the name of Ariana Huffington, who has the Huffington Post in the States. And um, we write a series of articles for her about empathy. And uh, they're basically stating that if we can turn this empathy deficit around, all the greater problems at large that we see out 
um, in society such as poverty, violence, the economic imbalance itself and the environmental de- degradation that we, um, that we clearly see. If we can actually get to the core of it, which is empathy, which he states um, is the glue of society, if we can actually uh, get that going and activate that in society again, these larger problems will simply fade away. Why do you think it's been over the past decade in particular that so much empathy has been sucked out of our society? Look, there's a lot of things that are pointing to that. Um, Namely, one of them, interestingly enough, is technology. Now, if you look at technology over the last 10 years, um, you know, we have a social media world activated at large that really wasn't present 10 years ago. They've just said that Facebook is now responsible for one in every four marriage breakdowns presented to court. We have children that are less and less physically active and more and more technology motivated. We've got a society of computer-generated people now and technology has certain effects on the brain that Professor Bill Mobley, uh, head of the neuroscience faculty in UCSD, San Diego University, have done a lot of studies around how technology has actually affected the cognitive skills um, and the various areas of the brain, um, the neural centers of the brain that actually uh, conduct those emotions of compassion and empathy and love. And they're severely or adversely affected by technology. So this is a physical thing. A physical thing. It's not thing. just how I feel. It's just a physical it's thing. It's also a physical thing. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that attribute to this. You know, um, I think media is one of them. And I think um, as myself, having been a media, media veteran of the last 20 years, I think we all have a responsibility to actively participate in trying to sort of get a more transformational type of media out there to educate people. But at the the helm of this is really the fact that I think society at present day swings more towards the me-centric side. I mean, we're driven by our immediate needs, bills, mortgages, um, the economic climate uh, creates this struggle for us to survive. Uh, which in turn does promote the survival of the fittest mentality. And that's kind of, I know that's evolved from the Neanderthal brain, which has a very active component that's about survival of the fittest. But we also have a large component of the brain that has been discovered by these scientists that is at its core basically empathic and that we as human beings function from an emotional basis that the science community doesn't really understand. Now, I think if you're a spiritual person, we we really grasp that and we really do understand where that comes from. For the science community to actually stand up and say, okay, we don't understand these emotions and how they're based in the brain, but we're willing to look at it and we're willing to study it and we're willing to put our stamp of approval on the necessity for these emotions to be amplified and how we can support that through the science community. I think it's very exciting that we can bridge the two together. Yes, indeed. It struck me when you were telling me the story at the outset, it was just like the Good Samaritan. Exactly the same. It is. It's the Good Samaritan in action. It's the Good Samaritan in action in all sectors of society. And that, as uh, filmmakers, 
is what we are endeavouring to do, is to find the social revolutionaries in all sectors of society who are actively engaging in promoting empathy as at the core of their values and their belief systems and then activating it. And we're very excited to find people that are very effective and very powerful in all of the areas of health, government, um, the political realm, the business world. We have some seriously cool people out there that are making strides and continued efforts to to progressively integrate empathy in part of their business and health practices across the globe. You say that we're kind of wired for empathy, but we're also wired to be incredibly self-centred. And that's what social media has most fired over this last decade, hasn't it? Exactly. I think we're at a real crossroads. And this crossroads is why this film is so important at this time. And that's why we're engaging as many people as we can to get on board. It's Look, this film is really, if you want to use social media, it's a Google. It's a Google Docs for good. Yes, it's good. trying to gather a community of people that are saying no to the me-centric society that we've basically got as our reality at 2012. And we can see that we are at this crisis point and we really do need to start shifting it on a large scale. And that's going to happen by bringing all of the people together that want to change the ways from me to we. And like Professor Mobley said, with empathy being the glue of society and the core of us as human beings, if we can simply focus on that and then we can focus that outward from ourselves into our own families, into our own communities, whether it's through our church or whether it's through anything that we do at work or how we just treat our children, if we can focus that like people do now with uh, recycling. 20 years ago, it was, a, it was a, a huge problem that we were facing environmentally and everybody thought, well, what can I do? Now these days, it's common practice for us to recycle and that's having huge benefits that we can see tangibly on our environment. Now, if we can couple that and we can mirror that with this whole idea of empathy and we can find practices and ways that we can implement that into our society and workplace, we can have huge, tremendous strides. At the heart of the love that Jesus talked about and modelled ultimately to the cross is that love that looks after the other person rather than myself. Other person-centred. Absolutely. Jesus was saying, love somebody more, love somebody enough to make a sacrifice, even if that sacrifice is yourself. If we can come with that attitude and we can actually promote that in our day-to-day -day life to any degree, it's going to have incredible results. That's really what it's at the core of. So stand in my shoes, quite an undertaking. Tell us exactly how this is going to work, what it is. We decided rather than going through the traditional rounds of um, investment for this film, we wanted to make this a crowdsourced project. Because this is a community and a global project where we want to involve everybody in this, on their individual and their um on a larger scale. We want everybody to, to get on board at the very beginning of this project. And so we decided to float this through Kickstarter. And Kickstarter is a crowdsourced uh, platform for us where people can pledge 
their uh, support and becoming an active participant uh, with your thoughts, your own videos. We're going to include 10 uh, films that are made by people that we choose from the community that send in their own stories of their experiences of empathy or lack thereof. And uh, we're going to pretty much float a wall of change on this um, ongoing development of our website where everybody's going to be able to communicate with each other and have their stories aired. Yes, you're harnessing the power of the story. Exactly. And the film is really just icing on the cake or it's the demonstration of what we're trying to engage within the community as a, as a movement of empathy. What's the goal? What would you like to see happen in our society when this is finished? Well, I was just discussing this with Professor Mobley the other day and he and I both agreed that our greatest goals, our greatest wishes would be to create a culture of kindness. There's a lot against us. It's a little bit of an uphill battle. Like the Good Samaritan. (laughs) Exactly. And with enough people behind us, we actually believe that it might not happen in our generation, but we have to think about the future generation. And I certainly think about my child, my son's future in most of all of this and hope that eventually the practices of kindness would override the desire for self-ingratiation or self-improvement or uh, self, self-desire. self Self-centeredness. Self-centeredness. Yeah. And it's a concept and it's, it's a big wish, but if somebody doesn't start with it somewhere, then it doesn't start. So just remind us again of the website and where people can go this coming week. Okay, so if you go to www.standinmyshoes.com, you'll be able to sign up to our website and you'll be able to follow us as well on the Stand In My Shoes uh, Facebook and contribute your stories, actively engage with us, as well as uh, Kurt Engerfer, who is our director from um, all of Mike Moore's films, Bowling for Columbine, Fahrenheit 9-11. He's going to be engaged with the, the larger community with this as well. We're also going to have a lot of people's own personal stories written and, and filmed stories floated on our website, of course, with the 10 top stories peppered throughout the film. So there's going to be an official launch at the Eastern Suburbs Leagues Club next Friday night, 24th of August, and we'll put all the details up on our Open House community Facebook page. It's going to be really interesting to see where all this ends up for the good of the world. Vivian Summers, thank you so much for joining us on Open House. No, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.